0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we watch Blizzard like a mythical giant with many eyes watching Blizzard. I don't know why that giant would be doing. It. Maybe it just likes the games. And you know, I, just because you're a mythical giant doesn't mean you don't like games. Uh, with me this week are two astonishing co-hosts. They're like the X-Men. Um, first up, I'm going to introduce him first for once because why not? Uh, he's Mitch. I did it. Hi. I introduced him. Mitch, what are you been up to?
2: Um, I am Mitch. You got that right. Thanks, pal. Um, I, you know, same old, same old, really. But Heroes of the Storm. Um, I am enjoying the heck out of the new uh, Robo skins, which we'll talk about more later. But they're super cool. And oh. yeah, mostly just leveling characters in leveling different heroes and hots and enjoying the skins. And
0: yeah, that fun stuff. All right, cool. Uh, I was nodding when you said the next skins were cool. And that's just hilarious. <laughs> but I, yeah, they are. And you can tell because I'm, I'm not visible in any way to you. That's I'm very- not in agreement uh also with us this week she does literally everything for the site and she's probably in your house right now you should run uh and Stickney. hi Ann, what's
1: up <laughs> hi i'm not in your house I'm see in your head over your speakers i'm talking right to you yes you i can see you you just looked really startled just now i'm talking of course to you i directly. did you can see me hi how are you yeah, doing? I'm pretty
0: startled too
1: okay anyway so what have
0: you been up to what have you been up to what have you been up to
1: um world of warcraft i finally got around to doing antorus on lfr I hadn't actually done it yet because I'm busy. I'm just, I'm a busy person. (laughs) So I made it a point, uh, over the weekend here to actually go in and do all of the wings. And it decided to irritate me tremendously. Um, (laughs) well, I queued up for the first wing, right? Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lights breach. I think it is. Lights breach is the first section and there's three bosses per section, except for the last one that just opened yesterday, but I haven't done that yet. Anyway. Um, there's three bosses per section. Well, when I zoned in, they had literally just killed uh, Worldbreaker, the first one, and they were making their way to the second one. And I was like, oh, that's okay, because I can re-queue. Um, and that usually works out pretty quick, honestly. So I killed the dogs, and then I killed... What's the last boss on that wing? I forget what the last boss on that wing was.
2: Oh, uh, God. Uh, is it the portal keeper?
1: Yeah, portal keeper. No, no. Because the second wing no. is E and the Portal Keeper and all that. I can't remember what the boss was. But regardless, we killed the boss. Oh, it was the one on the bridge where you have to, like, avoid the mines and things like that. Is that the Portal Keeper? Oh, really? Keeper? That's in the first wing? No. Wait. Maybe that's not the first wing. That's, I don't that's
0: know.
2: That's
1: I did them all in quick succession. So um, I, don't, I forget which one is which. However, the point is I finished those last two bosses, got loot from one of them, it wasn't loot I could use because I'd already gotten better upgrades from the portal, the greater portal invasion bosses. <laughs> so it was like, okay, well, at least I got the appearance for transmog. That's fine. Um, and then because I hadn't f- killed the first boss, I recued for that same wing again. I recu- recued for light's breach again, get in there again, go through, kill the world breaker And I didn't get the achievement for Light's Breach. I was like, why didn't I get the achievement for that? I just killed all three bosses. And I went and I looked it up. It gave me credit for the first one. It didn't give me credit for the other two. The two that I had killed first. So in order to get credit and complete that achievement, I had to run it again with no loot. Which I didn't do because I wasn't going to do that. (laughs) But did... I was like, well, that's an unfortunate bug. But then I went t- through and I did the other two wings and I got the achievements for both of those. So, yay.
2: Oh, wait. So it let you queue for the other wings? Beef. Yeah. huh. okay.
1: Yeah, it let me queue cool. for all three wings. Like, I could queue for them, like, simultaneously. It was fine. Well, I could queue for two at a time. But still... It let me do that. It's yeah. just it didn't give me credit for the dogs and for the third the mysterious it's third an, boss.
2: And torn high command.
1: Thank you. Thank you. High command yes. Okay. Yes. That one. You With are, the I, pods. I was
2: something.
1: Yeah, it had like the pods and you ha- you did actually have to like you stepped into a portal thing and it teleport you out. Yeah, okay. That one. It didn't yeah. it, it didn't give me credit for that one or for the hounds. It gave me credit for Garothi Worldbreaker. The second time through, but I didn't get credit for the other two, and I think that's a bug. I'm assuming that's a bug.
2: Yeah, that. Yeah, because I I know I've done that before. I had the same thing happen, and I queued for the first boss and got the achievement.
1: Okay. Oh, according to a sheesh in or a a she a I don't know, Ash in the chat Ash. channel, they say you can queue for more than two LFRs. After queuing for the second one, you have to wait for half a minute before you queue for the third. I did not know that. Thank you for that information. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, I think I know
2: I've queued for multiple ones before. I didn't really have to wait the time though.
1: Yeah, I usually just do two at a time because it's like by the time the first one pops, or and I, and I finish the first one, the second one will pop. So it's like I keep track of it that way. Yeah, it just works better for me. Um. So yeah, mm. that was that was kind of frustrating, but Antorus itself was really cool. I had a lot of fun in there. I didn't quite know exactly what I was doing. We had a few obnoxious people, but those obnoxious people got voted, to, like we voted to <laughs> kick them from the raid after they got really, really obnoxious. So Excellent. that made me happy too, because quite frankly, if you're just going to go in there and yell at people or be really angry about the fact that people don't necessarily know what they're doing in LFR why are you there <laughs> first off why are you there and why are you linking your mythic kills or whatever yeah that's the thing that always got me it's like dude if you're doing this on mythic
0: then you don't need why to be are here, you even here
1: out. like why are you here why are you I here yelling at here. people for for sticking to the level of play that yeah, they want to play at I, I don't, don't mind it.
0: if people like run at, like mythic and then do it on LFR if that's fun for them that's fine but if you're having fun why are you like literally spitting all over the screen i mean like if you're typing all caps insults at people you're not having fun like, unless that's how you have fun don't, in which I mean, case you can get out either way
1: i understand you know people who have done it on mythic maybe they have an alt that they want to take through LFR to get them geared up okay i get that too but the thing is is like you can't expect everybody going into LFR to already know how to do ed- everything with the kind of precision that's required for mythic rating or even heroic rating. And I didn't necessarily know what I was doing, but I knew well enough well and good enough to go look in the adventure journal and see under DPS (laughs) what I was supposed to be doing and what I was supposed to be stepping out of. You know, that kind of thing. So I had an idea. Um, Not everybody does that. I do it because I like to be informed about what I should and shouldn't be standing in. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) They get a little tricky. But it's like if you're going to go into LFR, first off, you should know that not everybody in there is an expert player. That's why it's LFR, <laughs> okay? They don't. These are people that aren't in a raid guild because they either, A, don't have the time to be in a raid guild like myself, or B, they just don't play at a level where they could get in a raid guild if they wanted to, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that maybe this is the level of play that they want to experience. That's okay. Blizzard has given them this option. That doesn't mean that if you actually do go to the trouble, or you have the time, or you have the skill to get away with doing, you know, heroic rating, mythic rating, that kind of thing, that you need to go busting in here and start lording it over people, or worse yet, yelling at them and making them feel terrible for doing the thing that was designed specifically so that they could do it. Like, Stop.
2: What's wrong with you jerks?
1: Just stop. That's all I'm saying is just be nice. There's nothing wrong with being nice to people. It's no, okay. You don't,
0: <laughs> you don't even have to be nice, just be
1: quiet. Just shut up. I, you don't even have to say anything. Just yeah, silently just, make your way through the thing. Nobody will care. Afar,
0: yeah, when I do it so, far, I don't talk at all. I don't say anything, guys. I don't want to.
2: It's fine. Uh, Alessandra in chat said Blizzard changed that and feels LFR should be a real raid with challenge and skill. I don't... The last I checked, they said they wanted LFR to, rather than have um, a bunch of boss mechanics, like a bunch of toned-down boss mechanics from, you know, the normal difficulty... They want one
1: or two that are actually tuned appropriately.
2: Yeah, they want... That's okay.
1: I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. And, and, you know, you say that you, you... Alessandra's saying in the chat channel, they feel LFR should be a real raid with challenge and skill. Yes, it should. But the skill level for LFR is is like so substantially lower than what you need for Mythic. I'm I'm just saying. And and yeah, that yeah. it doesn't matter if they throw in like, you know, one tricky piece to an encounter, that's okay. You're you're looking at when you go when you make that jump into Mythic rating, it's it's like exponentially more difficult. So I'm not saying that you should be able to just, like, raffle-stomp your way through LFR, although, you know, people have done that in the past. Okay, whatever. I'm saying that LFR is designed for the people that don't necessarily have the time or the skill to do all of that really heavy, complex kind of stuff. And I'm speaking yeah. as somebody who did heroic raiding, you know, all the way up through of Pandaria. I didn't. I didn't get into Mythic because mythic didn't really arrive until like the tail end of mr pandaria when i was done with raiding
0: i straight up i will say as somebody who did mythic siege of orgrimmar and did some mythics and uh warlords it's st- there is a skill component that is not yeah. there in LFR, and that's yeah. fine because there's lots of reasons you don't get that level of skill without practice and if you're not you know if you are the average person who's doing lfr you probably don't have the time and that's fine there's no reason you should be doing as much practice, certainly to the level some of the people who do mythic raiding. Some people who do mythic raiding raid on four different characters so they can see the fights over and over again. That, there's we've a been, level of this, you know, yeah, we've been talking about this a lot. We've so we been talking about on. this
1: way too long. The point that I want to make is if you're going to hop into LFR, just be nice to people. And if you can't be nice to people, shut up. Just shut up. It's okay.
0: Yeah, it, there's LFR nothing wrong. Four out now yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with running a raid and not talking it's and not saying
1: simple. anything you're fine it's okay it's okay but yeah
0: at this point we <laughs> should talk about top stories we should and the top of top stories is patch 7.3.5 which we found out was dropping monday then mm-hmm. it dropped tuesday and now it's wednesday as we're recording this so it's been out a day Um, A lot of stuff to talk about in that one. Uh, One thing I wanted to point out, Steve Danuser, who's one of the people at World of Warcraft, um, is one of the senior designers. He made a point that for all that this is not, this is a .5 patch. This is actually one of the biggest patches they've ever done, mechanically speaking. Yeah. Because this affects every piece of quest gear and every quest from like 1 to like 90 there's a lot of work went into this a lot of items this is, now scale this is a up.
1: cataclysm level I, I change actually, to yeah, leveling it goes
0: up to 100 too. yeah what was that Mitch? It, I
2: it goes up to 100 like uh because now the um the drain zones even have yeah uh, you know they have right. the minimum start level but they all cap at 100
0: didn't me a pandaria and Draenor get bundled together mm, pandaria and cataclysm Okay, so Draenor is its own thing right now.
1: It's still yeah. its own thing, which is unfortunate because if there were an alternative where I didn't have to go to <laughs> Draenor, I would take that.
0: <laughs> Honestly, my thing is, the, the le- I know you leveled a lot in Warlords. The leveling experience of Warlord is still fine for people who haven't done it yet.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: You know, it, it the leveling experience of Warlords was never its problem. But my, at any rate, you know, my, they revamped a ton of stuff.
1: Yeah, my issue with Warlords before people jump down my throat. My issue with Warlords is that I leveled so many alts through that expansion that I'm just, it's it's still recent memory, and all yeah, of it is yeah. very boring right now. Give me a couple of years, and then I'll be happy to go back and level through it again.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that, that revamp is is massive. It's a lot of work. Um, so the, it's not surprising that it's been somewhat rocky in some places. Some of the stuff has been less than ideal for people. A lot of raid bosses that people were soloing before this batch suddenly have between five and ten times the health they had before. There's a bug uh,
1: right now where normal mode bosses have more health than heroic level bosses in so old yeah. raids. Yeah.
2: But so... Are, is the intent that you should still be able to solo everything you could before,
0: or no? Yeah, that was the basic idea. That was the but basic idea, but there's okay. a
1: problem right now where you go into a raid on normal difficulty, and the bosses have more health than they do if you switch it over to heroic difficulty. Gotcha. Which is weird, but, and shouldn't be.
2: Yeah, it it's kind of unfortunate, too, because the, the boss issues were present, like, from PTR day one. And I, I get that they can't, you know, fix everything, but... That seemed to be something that gathered a lot of people's attention.
0: It was something people were mentioning. It's something that people are still mentioning and that people are talking about. I'm hoping there will be a relatively soon hot fix for it, just because it's one of the things I like to do in WoW myself. Yeah. And it's weird because I went and tested one of them on the PTR way back, and it wasn't even that much harder to kill it. But the time constraint became extreme. Like when you go in and Algalon suddenly has 10 times the health or more, and it's like, oh, God, I'm going to be here all day.
2: Yeah, I've I've heard that's sort of actually how it is for the new leveling experience, and when I say that, I mean I I read, you know, a pretty detailed thread on Reddit, but that was mostly it, where someone was saying it just takes longer.
0: I took an alt, um, I have an alt rogue that we did for the leveling stream. I actually took her through and did like about a level and a half worth of content, and I will say that since I wasn't using heirlooms before, I'm not sure that I'm the best person to judge this. I wasn't using heirlooms now either, it does seem to take a little longer. I would say that I was averaging maybe twice as long per individual fight. Like if, if I'm fighting one guy, it takes about twice as long to kill him. Um, keep in you mind that originally going. it took two seconds, so now it's taking four to five seconds. That doesn't—that's not a monstrous problem. I'm kind of okay for...
1: with that, though. I'm kind of okay with the fact oh, yeah, that yeah, it yeah. feels like it takes a little effort. I mean, if you want an effortless leveling experience, pay for a boost and a story. Uh, leveling itself and you know I'm speaking from experience like when we were doing the leveling stream leveling was just weird it was just weird it was kind of out of place it was it was disjointed there was a lot going on with it that was like I don't know it was like we we'd just get into one zone and then we'd have to move on because we finished stuff so quickly and then there were points where I couldn't actually like hit anything because everybody was just killing things so quickly, it just felt really disjointed. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: so using that leveling stream as an example, um, we were in Ashara when we were doing it, um, and we basically leveled to the point where Ashara quests were gray 10 minutes into Ashara. Like We we were barely in there.
1: Yeah.
0: uh, And we were running around. Uh, I think Mitch was one who was really complaining about this. The thing that kept us there the longest was hoods.
1: Those uh, those ah, hoods. Yeah
0: me and so, Alex I think. yeah well you know but it's Alex so he's going to complain about the sun. I, I wasn't really worried about him <laughs> but you know the point being that there was one of the things that this has fixed at least in my eyes is that if I'm in a zone I can stay there till I'm done yeah, I do not I like, have
2: that. To I, I like I, that I mean I don't I think I don't think that's an issue anyone or that's not something no, no, anyone has issue with. yeah but I think uh, the complaints and this was mentioned in chat is not so much that it's longer it's that it's longer but not harder like you just like if if it were you know difficult to pull three mobs now because you know you're gonna get low on health sure that that compensates but when you can still pull a ton of mobs it it just takes you know ages to kill i think people i I don't think people like that as much
0: uh, i feel like if that's your complaint then you're just plain wrong I'll straight up say it. And here's why (laughs) I think that because if you're pulling multiple mobs, the different the problem isn't the difficulty of killing them. The problem is, is that many classes and, you know, the classes you are, are simply too good at these things. Other classes, like if you're playing a warrior, are not going to have it as easy. So essentially stop playing the easy mode classes and play a warrior.
1: I just. (laughs) Thanks, Rossi. We're going to get so many angry emails uh, about this. I Um, do
0: disagree there, but
2: that's. I'm just, I'm kind of reminded when you
1: talk about pulling a bunch of things and it being, like, it it being kind of painstaking, I'm just reminded of that point that I decided to level a paladin in Wrath of the Lich King, and (laughs) it it, it involved pulling a bunch of stuff, putting down, like, laying down the holy fart, whatever, consecrate thing. Anyway... (laughs) and then i'd just like put it on auto and then i'd go back to what i was watching on netflix and and then i'd look back at the screen and eventually everything would be dead i barely had to pay attention to it it was probably the most boring experience leveling and, and I know I'm going to make a lot of exciting. paladin players unhappy too but I, I I, seriously I really wanted to like playing that paladin. I really wanted to like it. I kept leveling that paladin because I figured okay if I hit level 70 surely there will be something really cool added and then I get to level 70 I'm like okay if I hit 80 then surely something really cool is going to happen here <laughs> and it just never did and I think that's more because I play primarily the really fast-paced melee class like rogues are are my jam rogues are my jam and the paladin just feels too different from that to me and
2: it's 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 funny because it was a lot faster in wrath than it was in classic yeah where it was it was pretty much just auto attack watch grass grow yeah see a paint rise
0: I don't. To a certain degree, I feel like this is maybe because of mechanics that exist now, and not because of anything wrong with leveling. But yeah, yeah, and anything. There's other stuff to talk about though. But I was going to say,
1: here's the thing that's bothering me right now with seven three five. Okay, it's one thing very specific, and I am probably part of a very small niche of World of Warcraft players. I am a role player. I play on a role playing server with a whole mess of other role players. We may not be as widely numbered as, you know, the people that do PvP regularly or the people that do raids and stuff regularly but we are there. We are a subset and we really like collecting stupid old gear to put on our characters to dress up for different little role play scenarios and events and this that the other. They changed all of the old dungeons so that they only award personal loot now. You can only get loot that's designed for your character and your spec. All of those cool models of, like, cloth gear and stuff like that that you used to collect so that your character would have some pretty dresses or whatever to wear, you can't get those from doing the dungeons anymore. It's personal loot. I
0: feel like I saw that there was some convoluted workaround to this. I know exactly what it is because I just did it. What is it? You go to proving grounds. Yeah. Then you hearth out. Okay. You're you're in a you're you put in a special group when you put do proving grounds. Right. You can set personal loot at that point.
1: Oh. I mean really? you can set
0: the loot, you know, to whatever you want it to be, and then you can go into a dungeon.
1: Oh my gosh. That's so stupid. Yeah. It That's is stupid so annoying. The
2: thing is, the thing is if he, if players are doing this, Blizzard, please don't nerf that method please just change the personal loot just back.
1: give us a personal loot toggle that's all i want for the old dungeons i just want a toggle for personal loot that'll let us turn that option off if, Quite frankly, even
2: if it's only available while you're soloing
0: like, yeah it, i was going to say this if you're in a, if you're solo what it should happen is you should basically have automatic master loot yeah and then you can just set it however you want
1: yeah that's fine because... any of that is fine cuz at this point right now i'm so glad you mentioned that fix because i'm sitting here going man all of these role players are going to be really mad if they're not mad already. I don't know. I didn't check the forums, but I'm guessing that there are probably some of them that are really upset, because when I saw that, the first thing I thought of was, all my pretty dresses. No, what are you doing?
2: (laughs) Yeah, and especially with the change to Old War loot, which has some really cool sets, that's like... Yeah,
1: yeah, and I mean, I have a bunch of, like, I have a bunch of leather druid gear that I put on my rogue, just for funsies, because it looks neat, but like if you can't do that anymore, well, then that's really annoying. And I mean, the other thing that kind of bothers me too, is what we were talking about with the whole raid soloing issue. Although that sounds like, it sounds like there was a bug involved with that. And it sounds like they're actively listening to feedback about that because there are a lot of people out there like Rossi and like myself who run these old raids for transmog, because that's just fun. It's fun to do. And if they gate that or make that substantially harder or make it impossible for certain classes. They're like killing part of the fun that people have managed to find in the waning months of an expansion. You don't want to do that.
0: I will say that the dungeon thing uh, the personal loot does have an upside. What? Uh, If you are trying to get specific gear for your class. Yeah. A friend of mine mine went through on personal loot and every boss gave him a drop. So the upside was he got something from everybody. The downside is that you know if you wanted to get a piece of pal- of paladin healing gear, he was SOL. He
1: wasn't that's why get I'm it. like they should make it a toggle. Like you yeah, can turn personal you loot could... on or off. Make it a switch. That's that's all we need. That's all we need. It's not much. That's all we need. PS thank Mitch... you for the backpack slots. <laughs> yeah,
0: since, since Mitch mentioned Old we should probably talk about Old not just yes. time walking, but the reconfigure. Because yes. that's one thing a lot of people don't know. They didn't just make Old a time walking raid. They also combined War 10 and 25 into what's called War Normal. And if you run an War boss now, you're, you don't have to pick between 10 and 25 and run just that one this week. You get either. Like when you kill the first boss, a Flame Leviathan, he drops loot from both 10 and 25 difficulty now.
1: It's like he a doesn't... flex raid now, kind of.
0: Yeah. And um, that's the case for everybody. Hard modes are still there. You can still do a hard mode because the hard modes are all, instead of the switch being thrown, you have to actually do something in the fight. So those are all still there. Um, I can t- I can attest to this from personal experience. You can still do Flame Leviathan hard. Uh, you can still do it really hard if you just ignore everything. Um, <laughs> it, it, it can actually be really hard now, but uh, you can still do it. Um, and he does still drop pieces from both 10 and 25. That's the case throughout Alduar. If you have... Achievements for one difficulty of the raid, like if you have the ten the ten man difficulty mount, the the ten man mount achievement, you'll get the twenty five man mount now. If you for some reason you don't have it, you'll yeah, just you get... get
1: both. You get both now. Um, with that achievement for the hard modes and all of the different stuff. The only downside to that is that people have noticed that a lot of these old old war raid achievement, like the old raid achievements for doing stuff in there, they've been rolled over to the legacy. I think it's yeah. like the legacy achievement yeah. tab or something like that. They're effectively
0: feats of strength now, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, people went, they, they like dropped almost 2,000 achievement points because all of this stuff got moved and everybody was like, my achievement points, no! And it seems like it's... a small thing, and it is a small thing because what does your achievement points get you? Absolutely nothing. It's just a number. Occasionally,
2: but they give you another achievement.
1: It's still a little disheartening, though, to see that the number has dropped by that much between one day and the next and that's kind of like a bummer <laughs> oh one one thing but,
0: i should mention too before we go in yeah. yeah go ahead. if you are trying to get memorand's head it's still there it's not on the loot table anymore if you look on the in, in the uh the dungeon journal but it does still drop this is from blizzard they're like yeah it's it's supposed to be there it's not listed we don't know why but yeah it's still there so if you are farming for Memoron's Head, you can keep farming for it. It it still has a small chance of dropping.
2: Oh, uh, in chat, someone says it's true you can't skip Flame Leviathan. It is true. Uh, I guess for a little while, you could use the teleporters at the start of the instance to skip it. I don't think I actually ever tried that, but um, yeah, yeah they changed that.
1: you can. You well, can you can't anymore. Just jump forward. Or, yeah. Well, you used to be able to just jump forward if you wanted to. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah.
0: No, you can't do that anymore. But I would never anyway, because I'm an old crotchety curmudgeon. Anymore. I always like killing Flame
1: things. Leviathan, because as an engineer, I can take it apart even further once it's dead.
2: Yeah. It's like skinning yes. a
1: corpse, but it's a tank, so you're just, like, tearing pieces off of it. I just like the thought behind it. I'm like, yay, I'm useful. <laughs> <laughs> Engineering is yeah. coming in handy in this one scenario.
0: <laughs> they made all those changes so that it would be ready for time walking. Um, is it? It's not actually up for time walking yet, is it? I don't like think so, no. no. Week. It's, it's pet battle bonus week. Yeah. yeah. But when the next time walking comes along, I guess... When, Wrath, will...
1: when Wrath time walking comes up again, Ulduar is going to be in there.
0: So if your raid guild is dying for something else to do on raid night, you'll have Ulduar. And the gear will scale, so at least it'll be somewhat good. I'm hoping that goes forward into Battle for Azeroth. I'm hoping that raid guilds can still continue to do this when it comes up and get gear that's like scaled up to their level.
2: I mean, Time Walking cool. continued from Warlords, so... I don't see yeah, why that I, happened. happen.
0: My only thing is that they haven't, like... This is the first expansion with raids in
1: Time Yeah, War. Yeah, yeah
2: that, that's true.
1: It'll I be do... interesting to
2: see how that works, like, early in the expansion, too, with item levels.
1: And I do recommend... Oh, somebody, uh, Sigmund Fretzkow in the chat channel said, February 13th, 14th is next Wrath's Time Walking.
2: Oh, so you can spend Valentine's Day with your guild running... oh, old-
1: I do recommend, though, if... If you've never run Old War, like if you weren't playing during Wrath and you never played Old when it was current content, when time walking rolls around, see if you can find yourself a group and go do Old War because it's honestly it's one of the best raids from that and I spent so much time in Ice Crown Citadel that maybe maybe my view of that particular raid is a little bit muted in comparison. But I loved Old War. I loved everything about Old War. I loved the way that hard mode's unlocked. I loved how there were so many different bosses. I loved the scenery inside the place. It changed so drastically from one section to the next and it just it never got old. That raid never got old for me. Yeah,
2: it is all almost always cited as people's favorite raid like of all time mm-hmm.
1: That's one never- of them it's it's one of those ones that sticks out in my head as this was one that never i never felt like i was never upset to have to run it again <laughs> you yeah. know i always liked i always like going in there so yeah i recommend okay
0: that. since you mentioned it earlier we should probably talk about this next bit um if you have an authenticator attached to your account you now have four new backpack slots i mean per character right I haven't mm-hmm. logged on all my characters. yeah
1: but it's not just the authenticator there's two things that you have to do to get this done um, you have to have the
0: SMS hooked up
1: yeah you have yep. to you have to have you have to have an authenticator attached to your account and then you have to also set up SMS protect and there are a lot of people in the comments today that we're talking about because I didn't really I was like okay yeah I'll sign up for that I didn't have it enabled before but I'll enable it now I don't have a problem with that no big deal right well the comments section on the post that I made is full of a lot of people who are really actually kind of annoyed about that requirement because it's not really, as they're pointing out, there's nothing secure about it. Because if somebody steals your phone or gets into your phone or whatever, they can take your authenticator off of your account. If they get your phone number somehow, they can take your your authenticator off of your account. They can do all this other stuff to your account because that SMS protect is there. And I'm like, oh, I, I never actually but- thought about that.
2: If your authenticator was through an app on your phone, couldn't they have done that anyways? If they ever got your phone?
1: Yeah, that's that's why I'm kind of like I see where they're coming from. I mean, it doesn't bother me personally. There are also people that are kind of annoyed because they don't have a smartphone, and that
2: that I can yeah that I can
1: see. And SMS Protect it kind of requires a smartphone to use. They may have an authenticator on their account because they may have like the little oh you know the little push button one. I have a push button one. I do. It's like a little keychain dongle on my keychain that I use. You know what mine comes from? Mine's
0: so old that I got it for the the promotion with the Core Hound.
1: Oh, yeah. See, mine I had to... I had one initially that I got when they first came out. And then... And I think it was a BlizzCon. It was something they handed out at BlizzCon. Because it just had, like, the blue Blizzard logo on it. And then... Oh, yeah. It died. Yeah it died, and when it died, I had to call them, and they sent me a new one that has the Cataclysm logo on it, and that's the one that I still have. Um, I switched to the app for a little while, but I didn't really like the app so much, so I went back to the push button. I don't know why. The, I really don't know The app is super why. nice now. It, yeah, I know, and the app is probably super nice and everything, and I totally get that, but there's something really satisfying about pushing the button... <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, but the, the app now, you do put, it's not a, you know, you don't feel the button go in, but you do push a button.
1: Yeah, but it's not pressing a button, like you don't.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm weird. I'm exactly really,
1: it's like this tactile boop. I, I don't know. There's something I like about it.
0: No, I, I know exactly what you mean.
1: i just I'm like weird. having it because I have it
0: on my keychain.
1: And I will happily, I-, I will happily admit, I am weird when it comes to this, but I like having the little dongle. I I just like it. Um, so there are people that have like the little dongle or whatever, but they don't have a smartphone, so they can't sign up for SMS Protect, which means they can't get their four slots. And that part, yeah, that kind of stinks. Do you need a smartphone though for SMS Protect? I thought it was yeah.
0: just like a You need,
1: need a phone with a data plan.
0: Yeah, you can't are just you? like call them on your landline.
1: Yeah, you no, need a I phone with a. I
0: thought you just got a text though.
1: Somebody in the somebody in the comment section said that it. The FAQ says that it uses text messages, which is fine, but it also says that you have to have a data plan, and you don't get a data plan unless you have a smartphone.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah. I I saw required, you know, sends a text. Well, I mean, at this point, if
1: you don't have a smartphone at this
0: point, where are you getting a text on? like a, a burner phone or like a nokia from 1997 i mean yeah
1: they still they're, sell they're, phones they're, that aren't hey, smartphones they still
2: burner phones several in fact for other business and, and that's, there are you know
1: there are people out there that use like you know they use like the prepaid phones or whatever that don't necessarily have the whole smartphone and all the bells and whistles and everything with it which is fine but it also means that they can't sign up for sms protect which is not so fine um it's only four slots It is only four slots added to your backpack, so it's not like a huge loss, but I can see where people would be disappointed about that, and I didn't really think about it because obviously I have a smartphone, you know, and I have an authenticator on my account already, so I'm not really too worried about any of this, but I can see why some people are kind of upset about that. Um, I think it's kind of cool that they were like, okay, we want people to beef up their security, why don't we give them these four bag slots as kind of like a bonus for doing that or whatever. It's We haven't gotten a bonus for anything since, like, you know, the Core Hound Pup. If you get an Authenticator, you get the Core Hound Pup. That's still applicable, by the way. If you don't have an Authenticator, if you get one and attach it to your account, you'll get the puppy in the mail. It's pretty cool. But, yeah. I don't know. Okay, one other thing it, we should talk yeah, about before we uh,
0: slots. move on from 7.3.5 is, if you've beaten Antorus, if you've done the... uh final fight, and then you can do it on LFR. You don't have to do this on any other difficulty. But if you if you complete the uh, raid, finish the final fight there, you have a new quest line that opens up that takes you to Silithus. Uh, they've already post- people have already posted the uh, ending cinematics for both to... Uh, Those
1: you know, are spoilery, internet. though, spoiler yeah, if you haven't done it yet.
0: Uh, yeah, spoilers if you haven't done it, so if you want to see them, you should probably go do the end of Antorus so you can get the quests. Um, they basically... They're kinda of, I I call them transitional or intermediary. They kinda of like tie a bow on Legion and sort of head you towards the coming yeah. thing. Yeah. So
1: Without... I'm not going to give away any spoilers. I will say that there is every implication that these cinematics take place after the prologue for Before the Storm that we got at BlizzCon, timeline wise.
0: Oh, after the the novel one,
1: yeah, the the yeah, you know how everybody got the excerpt at BlizzCon from Before mm-hmm. the Storm, and it was like the prologue for the book. I believe yeah. these cinematics happen after that prologue.
0: Yeah, or even like if you read the prologue, they're pretty close to you know. I don't, I, you... yeah,
1: I don't want to spoil anything. I really don't. But the things that are happening, okay, no spoilers, really. Sylvanas is traveling to Orgrimmar for a meeting. That's all I'll say about that in the prologue. I think that the meeting that she is traveling there for is the one that is taking place in all of this new stuff. Am I so, the only
0: one who feels that it's weird to, to have a cinematic where you have dinner? I'm, no. That's not a spoiler. I'm Come eating. on, it's not a spoiler to say they're eating. They're, they're having dinner. And there's Sylvanas, dead as all
1: heck. I'm just sitting, just there, the sitting there. Does she Does, eat? Do Forsaken eat? Any... Well, no, they do. They have to, because they have the cannibalizability ability. To eat people. <laughs> Is there like a person on? Do a they crate have to counter? eat? Is that like a? Is that like a? Do they need to eat, or do they just cannibalize things because that's fun for them? I just like I find it
0: amusing the idea that everyone else is sitting at the table with various food. Sylvanas has some dude trussed up on a plate in front of her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I doubt that's Bane's what happens. Just like, Bane, Bane's just looking at her like, okay. No, because <laughs> he's all one with nature and Torin and all of that. He's I am not yeah, down with any of this.
0: <laughs> another non-spoilery but interesting detail of the other cinematic is um, they they do a fair job of conveying the the look of Stormwind now and the the various people who are now there and in charge of it, it was that it was well done. I thought the uh, Gen and Anduin and uh, Matthias Shaw are all in there, so. That's that stuff. So no. Oh
2: yeah, no, we're not discussing. I, yeah, I had something I was going to say, but
1: no, we're not discussing specifics. No, we're, not we're not discussing discuss- specifics. If, However, you, if you
0: want to get them, there's a post on our site that links to them. If you want to see that, you can. Uh, or you can we're just not- go
1: in game finish finish Antorus on LFR because the final wing did open this week. Um, so once you go in and you complete it, everything else is open to you. I still have to do that. I didn't do that yesterday because it was like, well the servers just came back up. So if I go into LFR right now, it's probably gonna be rough. D- I think I'll just check wait it out until the weekend. I,
2: I think the two fights in in the final wing are two of my favorite, to be honest.
1: Um yeah, and no, you I can can't wait. Cool I can't wait to go do it because it sounds like it's going to be absolutely amazing. And I've been looking forward to this final wing opening up. It's just yesterday maintenance yesterday took longer than expected. So if I had gone in to do those wings after dinner, I feel like it would have been a little rough, just a little (laughs) just because there's so many people in there doing it for the first time that, it, yeah, we'd be beating our heads against the wall for a little bit, and I wasn't that, really up for that last night. That does
2: remind me, though, if if you didn't spoil your yeah, spoil yourself before, there is actually the end cinematic at the end of Taurus as well. So yes. if that's been out for a while, um, but if you you know don't raid in and don't spoil yourself, you will get a cinematic there too, which is pretty cool.
1: There's a lot of cool stuff to check out. This patch is really substantial. Um, the leveling changes in particular are. It's it's a very major change. It's a very, very major change. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I have an alt that I've been like postponing leveling, and now that all of these changes are in, I'm going to go ahead and level that alt and see what I think of the experience so far. Um,
0: I'm just glad, honestly, I'm just glad that on my horde characters, I can finally just avoid all the Forsaken areas. I don't have to go to them. Oh. I can avoid them entirely. And I don't have to see all the horrible genocidal evil that they do on a continuous the basis. The Forsaken zones are the not no, getting into they're... this. Yep, they're evil. Okay, You're evil. you Sorry.
1: just need to not just don't go there. But the other thing that um, that's happened with Seven Thirty Five that people might not be necessarily hugely aware of. There's been a change to flying because all of these expansions are kind of linked together now and you can choose where to go. Initially, the way it used to be set up was if you went to Northrend, you had to purchase cold weather flying to fly in Northrend. If you went to Azeroth, you had to purchase, what is it, like the Flight Master's License? Flight Master's License. So that you could go ahead... So that you could fly in Azeroth and all of, you know, the associated zones with that. Pandaria, you required Wisdom of the Four Winds to fly around there. All of those have been relegated. They no longer exist. They're gone. Poof, gone. All you have to do is purchase Expert Riding. Expert Riding will unlock flying mounts for you. And once you have that, you can fly anywhere. Which I think is fantastic because the last alt that I hurdles. leveled. Well, the last alt that I leveled was a monk. And when I got to Pandaria, I realized almost immediately, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I don't have flying here because flying isn't account-wide. Because I got so used to the Pathfinder thing.
2: Yeah. right, Because yeah, the
1: Pathfinder thing unlocks it account-wide. And you don't have to worry about it with the alts. But, like, so I knew as soon as I got to Legion content, I'd be able to fly wherever that or. Well, as soon as I got to Warlord's content, I'd be able to fly wherever. It was just Pandaria where I couldn't. Yeah.
2: And I, I would actually buy the thing off the Black Market Auction House that let well, you send it here's at the, 80.
1: Here's the dumb part, right? <laughs> I was going to get it off the Black Market Auction House because I have so much gold on my main that I was like, okay, I can purchase this book. No big deal. By the time it finally showed up on the Black Market Auction House... I was already, like, a level away from leaving Pandaria entirely. <laughs> so I was like, well, there's no point now. <laughs> there's just no point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it, it's... I like that particular change where it's like, okay, nope, it's just one thing to unlock them all. That's great. I'm perfectly happy with that. Um. That is not an account-wide thing. Obviously, you still have to purchase Expert Writing on all of your alts. But once you have it, you can fly in, you know, Azeroth, Northern, Pandaria. You, you don't have to mess with the little diddly fart books anymore. Yay. Thank you, Blizzard. Thank you. All right. We should
0: probably try and talk about some other stories. I don't. Yes. I really don't know if we're going to get the emails this week. but That's okay. Um, There's a lot of news ta- this week. <laughs> we should probably talk about the first week of Overwatch League because, dang. Um, I think we have a post. Either it is live or it will be live by the time most people hear this. Saying We had something like, like, how many people? Like a million? Ten, ten million? Ten, ten million. 10 million people
2: watched this last week. The first Highest week. current was 400 and some thousand.
1: 470,000, I think it was.
2: Dang. It's even a, rid-
1: than a, a ridiculous, a ridiculous number of people. Just a lot of people. So many people. Let me see. Let me go look at the press release because I'm like, I want to double check that number.
0: While you're doing that, um, I, I'm, I'll be f- upfront. I didn't even have to watch it because all I had to do was look at my Twitter feed. And oh, everybody yeah, on Twitter was... was watching it and talking about it. So I, who have did not watch it at all, know okay. for instance that many teams didn't win. It's... Opening
1: day, opening day drew an impressive average audience per minute of four hundred and eight thousand people and two hundred and eighty thousand people for the week. That's good. That's really good. Especially when you think about it, it that number is probably higher than what they're giving us because they count they count per viewer. So if you're like, say you're at a bar and you're watching overwatch league on the big screen, there may be 30, 40, 50 people at that bar, but they only count as one viewer because it's one screen? So um, that number can, could be higher than what they're reporting.
2: Yeah. And you know, coupled with the fact that last week was also AGDQ week, which there's definitely all overlap there. And, uh, AGDQ awesome games, done quick. Um, they had like a hundred thousand viewers during the Overwatch League, you know, games. Which I'm sure some of the viewers there would be watching Overwatch League if they weren't watching AGDQ. So the fact that it premiered during one of the other big gaming things on Twitch and still drew in that audience is insane.
1: It did you got so Rossi? You didn't watch at all.
0: No, I didn't have to watch it. Like I said, all I had to do was okay. watch my friends, my feed, and it was like you know, there was discussions was of people's it. It particular was comps.
1: Opening day, oh, yeah. it was trending like all day long. It was trending. <laughs> it,
2: it had one of those special like Twitter pictures, yeah. mini pictures, or emoji, whatever after the uh, yeah <laughs> the tag
1: after the hashtag. Did, were you you were watching Mitch? I know you were.
2: Yeah, I I, watched, I didn't see every single match, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I definitely I think I caught most of the first night, part of the second night, part of the third.
1: Okay that last match on the first night between uh Dallas Fuel and Seal, and Seoul Dynasty Seoul Dynasty yeah. Seoul Dynasty that game was nuts it was absolutely nuts. how many i think they went four rounds on the Temple of Anubis or something like that because it was... they kept they kept capping so fast it was yeah. so good you guys it was so good this is like
2: it's see, really exciting to watch
1: yeah and i'm I mean, okay, I am not—I am no stranger to sports because I really get into like NFL football and MLB baseball because of my dad. Right, he introduced me to all this stuff, so I do watch sports fairly regularly. But there's something about esports that's so fun—I <laughs> don't know what it is. Um, well,
2: it's—it's the—the action never really slows down, no, except when the match is over.
1: No, and it's the production value on this is so high. It was done so well. It when when they started out, it was a little shaky to start out, but that was kind of expected, you know, because this was the first day that they were doing all this stuff. And as the matches went on, it just kind of smoothed itself out. And seriously, by the time they got, they didn't even get to Dallas and and Seoul yet. It was like about halfway through the second match. It kind of smoothed out, and. The observer tools that they have in place And the the team uniforms and everything It makes it a lot easier to see Who is doing what The announcers that they've got on staff there Are fantastic Um, I was watching it while I was making dinner The other night um, it wasn't opening night. It was one of the other nights, but I had it open on my iPad cause I've got the Twitch app on my iPad. So I had it open and I'm watching it while I'm cutting things up and making things. And my dad, now my dad is 88 <laughs> years old. My dad comes into the kitchen and he goes, Oh, I thought you had the TV on. Cause I heard it. I'm like, no, I'm just watching this. He goes, Oh, and he just stands there for a minute and he's looking at it. He's like, what is that? I said, it's <laughs> Overwatch League. He said, is that, is that. I said it's sports but like video games and he goes oh and then he's watching it and he kept coming back in like he'd go (laughs) oh and he'd nod wisely and then he'd leave and then he'd come back in and he'd like watch it for a little bit longer (laughs) and he he finally asked me he said is this like that thing that was on ESPN (laughs) because he (laughs) <laughs> we watched Heroes when they were, of the Dorm. When they were doing Heroes of the Dorm, yeah. We watched that for a little bit, too, and he was kind of fascinated. I don't think he quite got exactly what was going on. He was just really enjoying watching it because it was just, the, like, candy-colored action going on on the screen. He's <laughs> like, I have no idea what's happening, but this is really kind of neat. So, yeah, I kind of wish that I could get Twitch on my TV. I haven't figured out how to do that yet.
0: Well, you can if you have a console.
1: Yeah, I don't have a console, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not really worth dropping 300 bucks just so you can watch Twitch. I mean, Maybe get a Roku or a Chromecast. I could get a Chromecast
1: stuff. for like 30 bucks or whatever. I had yeah. a Chromecast. I gave it to my sister because I was like, I'm not using this. Well, now I could use it, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, um, my point is if this captures the attention of my 88-year-old father and actually keeps it, that's, that's the mark of something that's kind of extraordinary because <laughs> that doesn't yeah. happen often, right? He's not a it's, video. He's not a gamer. Like he is not a, the the closest he comes to video game. He plays solitaire. That's it. So I just there's something about this that I love watching. Like immediately right out the gate, and I'm really excited to see where they go with the league. I really am.
0: Yeah, it's. I'm just. It, I'm it, interested it, to see if this causes any copycats. Quite frankly, oh, is, I'm it, sure is anyone going to try and get in here? And are they going to succeed? Because that's the thing is, if Overwatch League is its own thing and nobody else can come in like if nobody else can successfully break then this won't expand esports it'll just be really cool for them but if you get another game that comes along and can get an audience it doesn't have to be this big but well
2: i mean league of legends say, and stuff ha- has pulled similar audiences
0: yeah but league of legends still seems, seems insular to its own group league yeah. and dota
1: are both kind of pretty big but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's still I, I i it's a different kind of it's a different kind of thing though I guess. I don't know.
2: Oh, no, it totally is. But it, it's not like the, the first instance of esports drawing a huge audience, but I, I get what you're saying. Um, it's also, you know, probably worth pointing out that Blizzard poured a ton of money into this. Like, they really wanted to make Overwatch League big, and uh, apparently, you know, getting it on Twitch, they made, like, a $90 million deal, like Twitch and Blizzard, which it shows.
0: That was a mm sound or a buff sound? Mm mmm. Okay, million. thank you. Ninety thank million. you. 90 million I can accept. If you're telling yeah, me they say 90, 90 billion. 90. Yeah, 90, yeah. Million, 90 million I can accept. 90 <laughs> billion, and I would be like, what? Yeah, that just has that much money. I I'm willing to
2: accept they might, but uh, I'm not. Twitch actually is the one that yeah, hated hey. that, that it. I just has, really
1: well. like what I've seen so far. I really like the teams that I've seen. I've seen everybody play at least once now, and I, I'm, I'm really excited to see where people... I, I feel like... I mean, okay, I was leaning towards Soul Dynasty just because I really like their team colors, and I know that sounds right. stupid, but it's like, I didn't know anything else about these teams. I was like, man, I really like their skins. They're super sharp, right? But then when I saw them play, I'm like, oh, I think I have to root for these guys because there's no Colorado teams here. <laughs> I don't have yeah, any re- there's, anyone there's regional three to my California area. Teams. Yeah, there's like three California teams. There's no, there's no Colorado regional teams or anything like that, but I... I I really like watching Seoul Dynasty play. Um, I like watching the Dallas Fuel play, too. And then, who was the other one? The LA Gladiators. The
2: Gladiators have my yeah,
1: favorite. Yeah, I, I, I love watching the them play, too. I love watching all of them play, but those three teams in particular are just like, they're nuts. They're like another level entirely.
2: Yeah, it's, it's on against night, right? It's four I days so. every week? Yeah, it's four yeah, nights so it's, a week, so. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh-huh. I think the times are slightly different from day to day, but yeah. yes. If you didn't watch it last week, tune in tonight or prepare to meet your Twitter if you hate this.
0: <laughs> okay, we should probably uh, talk about – we're probably not going to get emails. I'm sorry, guys, but we should talk about Heroes because there are a couple of th- things that happened to Heroes this week. Yes. Um, uh, first off was the – I don't even know – the MechaStorm trailer, which was like, what is happening? Like, did, did they become an anime and I wasn't paying attention? Like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Why is Terio a robot? Can we just talk about
1: that? Can we just talk about that cinematic? Because that was so cool. <laughs>
2: like, I, I loved it. That was Ev- so cool. About
0: it. <laughs> I was like, I, it, honestly, the first time I saw it, I didn't know it was a hero's thing because I cut, I got it like a couple seconds in. Because you know, how, like you're watching things and they like YouTube will just play the next thing. Like it's like yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was watching something blizzard-y but not heroes and then it just queued up and I was you know doing other things and then I look up and there's a robo wolf thing fighting a, with a <laughs> flying robot and I don't know even know what's going on but everything is exploding I'm like did I did I get evangelion and I didn't notice it like what's happening
2: it's, it is it, it's full on anime well, so since, heroes, since you're our well. heroes
0: guy Mitch uh explain to us what's going on
2: so to, for a couple days I think starting Saturday, they teased images that were anime in style. And, like, we already knew that the the mecha skins were coming. So, people kind of started wondering, like, okay, yeah, why we are they Yeah, we had teasing? a
1: preview of the mecha skins, didn't we? Yeah, 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 it was
2: in the, uh, one of the, like, in-development videos.
1: In-development, upcoming, it had a bunch of the mech skins. There was a bunch of other stuff yeah. in there, too. But the mech so, ones were like, oh, wow, these are neat looking, you know.
2: So, when we started seeing the, the teasers, people were kind of wondering if maybe there was a new hero or a new map or something. Um because the teasers had such an anime style to them like they're just still images but you know you could tell that style uh it, I jumped to another cartoon short like they had for Kelzad I was kind of hoping it would be a new map or new hero but it was you know the the short itself is freaking awesome so all good there but it Slow was uh, in
1: the chat channel had a good point it said that they remembered at one point they dropped the phrase quote yeah. unquote, neo stormwind which made them think of a new map
2: yeah, so that was the thing. Every single um, promo image, thank you for the reminder, uh, was like it, it was a still as if you were like looking at a news,
1: a news broadcast. Report.
2: Yeah, a news yeah. broadcast, and it was always Neo Stormwind news uh, was like you know the news network or you know whatever I was watching. So everybody, Neo Stormwind kind of is what made people start to think that oh maybe we're getting a new map, which we didn't. Maybe we will eventually. I don't know, but uh, we did get. The mecha skins for Tyrael, Abathur, and Rhaegar primarily. Dehaka did get a new skin, but he already had a mecha skin. And Tassadar new...
0: did too, right?
1: Yeah, I think uh, so. Oh, did
2: he get a new one? Okay, I'll, I'll double Tassadar check did. Sec. I, I, I
1: think
0: a
2: second. I don't think he got a
0: new one. Tassadar's had a mecha skin since 2015, no, he, hasn't He's he?
2: had a mecha skin for a long time. I'm yeah. talking Dehaka's had one for a long time as well, but he got a new color variant. That's pretty cool. I'll check on Taster in one moment. Um,
1: oh, yeah. I don't think Tastar got, like, a new color variant. He just had one, is what I'm yeah, yeah. saying.
2: Okay, yeah. Um, so the new skins are out, and uh, they did the... Well, they got they worked with an outside company to make an anime short that's basically Abathur, you know, Xenotech Abathur is invading Neo Stormwind and Rhaegar, Mecha Rhaegar, Mecha Terial team up to stop him. And I think it kind of ends with Abathur summoning, like, shadow variants of both of them. And it, I don't know, it looks, it's, it's really awesome. And this in-game skins, uh, if anybody's been watching the broadcast, I've been playing as the, the, uh, Mecha-terial the whole time. It's just, it's great looking. All of them have, uh, three color variants as well. There's just, I don't know. It, they're really good looking skins. They're, you know, I think they're 2,400 shards to make them, or like maybe $10 for a hero pack. But, uh, they all have their own voice lines, animations, um, spell effects. Like everything is unique. They are legendary skins, and they definitely deserve that title. Um, I yeah, material like trailer
1: liked, though. That trailer it, was amazing. The, the trailer
2: was so good. Like
1: I wondered. It, I was trying to figure out like who had done the trailer because I wasn't. I wasn't sure. The thing is, is it looked kind of like okay. You know when they announced Doomfist and they had the Doomfist animated trailer and that one looked kind of anime? Yeah. Okay, it looked a little bit like that, but what it looked more like was, um, do you guys remember when they came out with the Diablo 3 animated short? The Wrath one? Oh yeah. It was done by the same people who did like Aeon Flux? Okay, so it reminded me of that and I asked them if it was the same people and um, they never answered me on that. However, uh, (laughs) Kevin Johnson popped up on Twitter and said that there was it was a collaboration of it looks like access animation what is it it's yeah the access studios group and then um the line which is an animation studio based in london so they were the they were they collaborated together and came up with this um and i that's not the same studio that did the wrath short but man they did a good job they really oh, yeah. did this was so good
0: <laughs> Am I the only one who keeps feeling like they're spending an awful lot of time and effort on things that we get for five minutes and then we never see again? Yeah, like this. The uh, but it's the, okay. The one that I'm was, fine
1: with it. The Kel- Mitch was,
0: mentioned but... though the Keltuzad one, which you know, whatever you think of like the skins they put out for that one, and I like them personally. That thing was amazing. That thing was a, yeah. Really but amazing. I mean,
2: it's it's here's the storm. Like what you know, it doesn't have an actual story behind it. So you know, if they're gonna promote skins and stuff, I think they want to have them in their own bubble of a story and I'm
0: cool with that.
1: Just give them I a cool something it. or other to come out with.
0: But uh, I... we have one more thing, one thing to talk about and we're already an hour in. Let's so... talk about the other thing. <laughs> it's Go fast. What's the deal with Tyrael's rework and heroes? Okay, so
2: Tyrael, uh, yeah, he, he got a surprise rework. Like, you know, we were expecting the mecha skins, but he got a rework alongside it and that was like it was Tyrael rework and bug fixes his rework uh it takes out a lot of his old talents and reworks you know rework a lot of his um existing ones and it it kind of they build him more around being uh an in, like an engagement where he can you know charge in and charge out because a lot of you know new new talents or uh, modified talents revolve around uh having Eldruin out which is the sword that he throws down and can teleport to yeah a lot more of them have an effect if it's out. Like, one of them gives him armor uh, while it's out. The the old talent, where he used to be, uh, like, have a flame aura, um, that's now... Eldruin has the flame aura, and Tyrael has the flame aura, and then after Eldruin's gone, it's... For three seconds, it's just Tyrael, but it's 100% increased damage. Um, it... I forget. Uh, he, he's a lot better at diving in. That's, that's what I was looking for, the word. Um, because he... With with the bonuses when Eldruin's out, he can teleport in, kind of do his thing, mess up the team a little bit, and then uh, he can teleport back out. And you know, right before Eldruin's out or Eldruin's, um timer goes away, so he's a lot better at diving into fights now because of the way his skill set works. His mana cost did get nerfed a little bit, like reduced. He's still kind of mana hungry. Um, I don't know if he's as mana-hungry. You still have to be careful with how often you use your abilities. Um, but yeah, they 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 changed his functionality so he can kind of engage fights a little more safely and not necessarily you know be the front line, but he can dive in and disrupt the other team. Um, and he can also minor change. He can cast his uh, Smite, which gives a speed boost. He can cast it on the move now, which before there was like a half a second stop um, for him to cast it. Which
0: yeah, it's, so he's much more of a hit and run skirmish type now.
2: Yeah, he and he he feels good so far. Like I, I'm still trying to get a taste for all the talents and you know what works best. But he doesn't feel dramatically different, but it it feels good.
1: It's just a better experience overall. Yeah,
2: and it's been a long time since he got a rework, so you know. Well, all it's right, nice to That's see that. Cool.
0: We have one uh, more
1: thing that we need to mention before we wrap up. Okay. One more thing, Blizzard World the new Overwatch map. We just learned today, or well yesterday actually late last night, they announced that that is coming to the game next week, January 23rd. And not only are we getting Blizzard World, but apparently all of the cosmetic stuff that they're adding is also coming next week. Um, oh, if, like
0: the skins and stuff?
1: Yeah. Well, so far they are previewing it on the Play Overwatch Twitter so if you aren't following them on Twitter You may want to take a look Because they're going to be preview- previewing Everything that's coming in that cosmetic update Over the next few days Today they just um, I think it was just sprays that they highlighted Yeah and
2: but the sprays had like Designs that looked like the they're choosing new skins Yeah
1: and I think I think The skins are going to be included And keep in mind that all of this cosmetic update, this is to the base loot box. So this doesn't come with an event or anything like that. This is just, if you've gotten everything there is to get out of the base loot box, you're suddenly going to have more stuff to collect, which is pretty cool. Um, And those skins were amazing when they were showing them before, because it was like Blizzard World sort of themes. It was basically Overwatch characters in like... Different skins that were inspired by different Blizzard games, which well, is okay, you know, Widowmaker
2: had a Nova skin. Yeah, Nova has a Widowmaker skin in Heroes, which is
0: pretty funny. One question: um, Would the when you watch that thing on the Play Overwatch stream, they have a little thing where they're going through all this the the sprays. Uh-huh. At the very end, they have Tracer show up in a helmet. Uh-huh. Is that one of the new skins? No,
2: that was one of her. Uh, was it the Summer Games skin? I think it was the Summer Games it, or, yeah. or Anniversary maybe. Um. Yeah, that was her like Splatoon style skin. Basically, she looks kind of like a
0: Splatoon squid. Kid. Okay, yeah. I was just wanting to make sure that that wasn't something else.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, all of that is coming. All of that is coming next week. So we have more stuff to look forward to. And yeah, we didn't get to any emails today at all, and I'm very sorry about that, guys. But it was a big week for news. It really was. Can um, you
2: imagine how the show would have gone if we had to digest all this news at the same time as the show?
1: Gosh I know. It's so
2: much
1: nice to have it on a Wednesday. <laughs> I I'm okay with this move already. So <laughs> But yeah, that's that's the only other thing I had to add, Rossi. Sorry about jumping in there like that.
0: That's fine, because now you get to take us out.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, Blizzard Watch, it's made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. And your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue, and an ads-free site experience. Uh, Hopefully next week
0: we won't have as much news. Who knows? uh, Or we'll have a lot of news, I can't say. But if you do have an email for the show... Uh, please send it to podcast at com with either podcast or blizzardwatch in, in the subject line, and we will do our absolute best to get to it. Um, we're going to carry all these emails forward to next week because it's not fair to, to not read any of them now that we've selected them.
1: We, uh, do, but, that yeah. anyway, so yeah, we do that already yeah.
0: anyway. Yeah, we do that. So uh, Thank you guys very much for emailing and for listening and for being here. Uh, this has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast. I'm Matt, I've been the host. You've heard my other two magnificent co hosts, and we'll be here next week.